So we're doing these bite-sized episodes just to give you something to kind of chew on or salivate over during summer. It's a little snack. We're all trying to lose a bit of weight, so we're giving you some some bite-sized pieces of ice spied so you can continue, keep your appetite bubbling over for when we get back in the new year. Yes, so it's it's like a diet. We're putting you on a Christmas diet. That's right, because you're going to gorge yourself on stuff over Christmas, so we'll give you a little light pieces to enjoy through January. Uh, And today, I I have to say that this this episode has been demanded of us by the executive producer of Ice Bide, yeah, who wants us to talk about Atomic Blonde. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on Atomic Blonde, but oh, we we'll will. also get into a few kind of movies and whether they are true representations exactly. of the spy industry. Now, I'm pretty sure he just wanted us to talk about Atomic Blonde because he has a real thing for Charlize Theron. Well, come on. It's a really, really good film. It is a really good film, and to be honest, she is kind of hot in it. Oh, she is. She's not kind of hot. She's seriously hot. And I'm going to put this to you. Uh, How do you feel about young James McAvoy? I mean, he's snackable too. Oh, yeah, he's quite quite bite-sized. Now, the thing about Atomic Blonde that I absolutely love is it really captures that grungy sort of milieu that was going on in Berlin at the fall of the Berlin Wall, because that's where it's set. It's set right around the fall of the Berlin Wall. Yep. And literally it was getting pretty cray-cray in there in the intelligence services because no one knew what the hell was going on. Yep. And if you had assets on the wrong side of the border, you really probably wanted to figure out what you were going to do with them before everyone pulled back and then ran back in. So that's fantastic. The other side of the coin is it is so over-the-top crazy that you just like go, come on. I mean, for, for starters... I, I, and I'm not going. I don't mean to upset anybody in the intelligence community, but there is no one in the intelligence community ever as good looking as Charlize Theron. Well, I feel like, well, apart from, I mean, you were pretty good looking. Apparently, that's why they hired you. Right? Oh yeah, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, and, right. and tall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's because then everyone would remember what you looked like. Yes. So I mean, the whole point of being a spy is to blend in, is yeah. it not? Now, when you're walking around with platinum, platinum blonde, blonde hair. hair you are going to be recognisable. Right. Now, I do want to know, are any spies as good at martial arts as that? Maybe. They might be. I just feel like they're so good at kicking ass. And yes. I'm like, would that ever happen? Now, the thing, I, well, yes. Could, could one spy kill like about five people in, in a room? No. Right. No. Now, the, the great thing is that the, you look at the CIA, if you walk into the foyer at Langley, they have what's called the, the Wall of Heroes. And there's a star on this wall for every CIA officer that has died in the line of duty. Right. Now, there's quite an impressive number of people there, but it's not up to the level of a James Bond film where, you know, people are just dying crazily. Oh, it's, hundreds. It's not even – I mean, God, if it was John Wick level, but you would literally wipe out countries, like yeah. entire organisations when you deal with those sort of levels of, of death. Are there those moments in intelligence? Uh, not really. We don't like killing each other because if you kill one of ours, then we kill one of yours and tit for tat and tit for tat and it, gets, it, it escalates. It's much better to just take them out by identifying them. Yep. But – it's not really an exciting film to watch. So we quite often talk about countries versus countries. Yeah. 
how about if we look at James Bond? There's Spectre. Al- there's always this idea that there's this big, bad, rich guy yeah. who's planning to destroy the whole world. Same yeah. with Mission Impossible. Yeah. Like there's this idea that is this closely aligned to any possible truth? Oh, I did. Like there was a James Bond film that pretty much had Rupert Murdoch as the bad guy in one of them. <laughs> or is it, what was that one? Tomorrow Never Dies? Yeah, Tomorrow Never Dies. So, again, a media mogul who's trying to take over the world, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. But would he do it with missiles? Probably not because he's got newspapers and, you know, media outlets to do that yes. work for him. Or is it But this whole idea that there's this one rich, powerful person that is trying to, you know, just set the world against each other? Yeah. Would this be something that might happen? Well, Vladimir Putin is pretty rich. You could put oh, that, yeah. but then again, he's a country. He represents. Yeah. He's the president of a country. The problem with the whole idea of that one rich, incredible dude is you still need an infrastructure behind it. I mean, so if you want to look at a rich, uh, rich dude who set up his own evil organization, have a look at Osama bin Laden at Al Qaeda. Yeah, right. Which we should do, yeah. uh, but let's not let's not dwell on him because we're talking movies. But the whole thing is, if you want a really good movie. Yeah. That gives you the feel of a of what it's like to be a spy. There's two I'll recommend. Okay. One is Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Great movie. With Gary Oldman. Yeah. It's Lacare. You actually are advised to read at least one or two Lacare novels when you join ASIO. Mm, really? We, oh God, yeah. Because really? well, Lacare, his real name I think was David Watmore. He yeah. was a, a, an intelligence officer who then flipped and wrote these amazing books. And I can remember one of the things, I think it's in The Spy Who Came In From The Cold, he's talking about how somebody's walking into the surveillance log room. So mm. there's logs for surveillance. But while he's there checking a log that he's not meant to be looking at, he can hear the squeak of a, a distribution trolley going down the lino floor. And it was like, wow, I'm... In ASIO. This is yeah, what it right. was like. So it was very realistic. And also the thing that Lacare focuses on with intelligence is the human factor. Because everyone else has got amazing gadgets and all that. So Bond has gadgets. Um, but we Ethan, like the gadgets. Ethan, what's his face? For, you know, Tom Cruise. Mission Impossible. Yeah. Love a Mission Impossible. We, we love the gadgets, but there's not that many of them. It really comes down to people. Right. And no matter how good your technology is. You still need a human being to operate it, and that person comes with the inherent human flaws that exist. Right. Right. So there's that. The other, So Tinker Tailor Soldier yep. Spy is great, right down to the point where they're all singing the Russian national or the Soviet national anthem while they're getting on the piss on a Thursday night in the office. Yeah. Because that actually happens. Yeah. The number of times I was on the Terps with some desk, Soviet desk officers, and they're all singing the international. Really? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Now the other one you should look at, and it's a, it's a it's a funny little film. It's called Breach. It's okay. got Chris Cooper in it. Now Chris Cooper was was Kevin Spacey's neighbour in American Beauty. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, you might remember him. Chris Cooper plays an FBI officer who starts acting a little strangely, and he's got a young intelligence officer. I think it's Ryan Phillips or somebody who plays mm. it. I can't remember, but. Basically, he starts behaving in a very, very suspicious way, and as the story unfolds, you realise that this is a penetration. Or this is this is a double agent sort of film. Mm. This guy's maybe a double agent. We're not really sure. It's worth looking at for the tradecraft because you actually see classic tradecraft tricks. Like if you've got you're going to put something in a dead letterbox. This is a a, some, a location where you can just put something mm. and then 
your your opposite, your control can come and take it. You know, so yeah. you're leaving intelligence or a message. You might walk past a sign. You, your dead letterbox might be on a, a bushwalking trail. Yeah. You put a chalk mark on the sign at the start of the bush uh, bushwalking trail, which tells your control there is something in the dead letterbox. Or you might have a – the classic was a can of drink. There was an actual case where a guy would drive along and throw a can of drink out his window every day. Really? Or every couple of days. He'd drive down the road and he'd just throw a can of drink out the window. Yeah. And – for some reason, the surveillance guys went, let's pick that up. And they started picking it up. And it was only when he threw a Sprite can out that they realised this was his dead letter drop. drop. Right. If it was a Coke can, don't care. If it was a Passione can, don't care. But if it's a Sprite can, that had intelligence inside it. Are we still seeing stuff like this, even though with all the technology that oh, we God, have? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just simplistic stuff. Really, really, really simple stuff. So Breach is a great example of that. Now, the only other thing is with James Bond... Is re- they never just kill James Bond. They always try to tie him up in some weird concoction so he'll Strap die some slow, yeah. crazy death and he always escapes. Because he, otherwise, if it's like a bullet to his head, he's not going to escape. <laughs> no. right? So we've got to, we've got to have a shark tank that he falls into, yeah, but yeah. he just happens to have a, a rebreather in his sock that he can shove in his mouth and, and uses his cruciate ligament to make a slingshot to kill the guard and all that stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah. The the thing about Bond is it that is just playing to the spy fantasy one hundred percent. It all comes down to this: if you read the original Fleming, and Fleming was an intelligence officer, he based James Bond on an intelligence officer who was based in the West Indies, and you'd walk into his office and he'd have all the drinks, right? Have all these drinks lined <laughs> up, and naked women just lounging or scantily clad women lounging around in his office. I feel like that's a Friday for yeah. me. And the, yeah, well, yeah. And for me, that's that's a dream that never comes true anymore. Will never come true. No. And the other thing that this guy did was he started selling intelligence to the Americans. But what he'd do is he, he got a Kirby vacuum cleaner, right, the blueprints for a Kirby vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. And he changed the, like, it was like in inches. The measurements were in inches. He changed them to feet. And then told the CIA that, yeah, the Russians are going to use this to suck gold out of the floor of the ocean. And the CIA were like, oh, my God, we've got to do something about this. Because all CIA guys are New Yorkers. What the hell? Right. (laughs) And he got busted eventually when someone went, that's just a Kirby vacuum cleaner. That is, how long did it take them, though? Oh, the Americans, they would have thrown quite a bit of money at him. I mean, those scantily clad women don't pay themselves. Yeah, of course not. So the whole thing was Bond is based on this bizarre sort of con man. Yeah. Um, And also the idea of a special forces officer working in an intelligence organisation. So it's an amalgam of people that he met. The big thing is the really interesting thing about Bond is he's like, he's a thug. He's a killer. That's his job. Which is why we like, you know... The later Bond. Exactly. I mean, we like the, the great thing about Daniel Craig is there's yeah. a real gravitas to him. The only other actor that really captured that kind of gravitas, and you know, you can you know, don't at me about this or at me at I Spy Podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, George Lazenby actually got very close as well. Okay. He did a good I'm, job. I'm going to at you on that one. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 but you know what? Yeah, you at me or <laughs> at away. Now, one more thing I want if you this is real homework, if you can find it, look on YouTube or you can get the videos. And I, I know you're going to go. Come on. It's a series called Callum. <laughs> Seriously. It's about a British spy back in the late 60s and early 70s. It right. starred Edward Woodward. Yeah. Love that name, Edward yep. Woodward. Right. It starred Edward Woodward as this very tortured spy, like low-grade 
thug, essentially, yeah. working for an intelligence service. It was made by the British. There's a black and white series. There's a coloured series. If you can find it on YouTube, have a look at it. I think it's the only reason I got hired by ASIO is because it's like, this guy's got a fictional spy's name. Yeah. We've got to get him in, right? The, uh, the guy, Jim Bond, he was not impressed. But the whole idea is Callan is about as close as you can get to that real gritty English kind of spy and you yeah. look at England in the 60s and early 70s, and God, it was horrible. It was just grey. Yeah, I mean, it's still grey. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. But there's a bit more colour involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Atomic Blonde, watch it just purely for the the sex and angle. the fighting is The awesome. fighting is amazing. And also, she the great thing about Charlize Theron is when she takes a punch. She takes a punch. She literally does take it a punch. Looks like, it looks like hard graft. She, she does copper beating in it. Oh, God, yes. A big beating. But Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, Brilliant. Breach. Yep, Breach. Those great. are the two. They're the two. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, Breach. And if you can find it, I know there are a few on YouTube, have a look at Callan, which is a TV series. It's brilliant. Great. So your summer's sorted. There you go. Done. Thank you very much, all. 